Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. All right, we got to move along. I'm so excited for tonight. It's going to be a powerful night of connection. I want to welcome up our first amazing speaker. Put your hands together. Help me welcome up the amazing Jean Kaiser as she comes to share. Thank you. So he already said I'm Jean Kaiser, but I just want to connect the fact that I am married to the amazing David Kaiser. And we lead a group on Tuesday nights that's focused on marriage. So I think I'm supposed to tell you, you can sit down. And thank you, you guys can go. I've never been the one that does this. So when uh, Abby called and asked me if I would do this, my first response in my head was like, no, I don't think so. And then uh, God woke me up at about 4 o'clock in the morning and said, no, I've got some ideas that I want you to share. So I'm just going to share with you what he shared with me. And um, we're going to look at six connect groups in 10 minutes, okay? Five of them are in scripture, and I'm guessing that you have probably never read these scriptures thinking that they were connect groups, but they really were because anytime the body gets together... It's a connect group, right? So the first one is in 1 Samuel, chapters 15 through 19. I'm not going to read any scriptures tonight. I'm going to give you a bunch of chapters. I would encourage you to write them down. Look at them yourself. We're going to talk about all kinds of scripture, but I'm not reading them um, because there's too much. So anyways, this is a story of Saul. Now, a little background. It's probably a story you've heard before. Saul was the first anointed king of the, the Israelite nation. Saul um, eventually walked in disobedience and in pride, and God removed his hand from him and removed the Holy Spirit from him. And so at that time, he um, commissioned the prophet Samuel to um, anoint David as the next king. So Saul is still the king, but he knows that David is the anointed one of God. And he becomes very jealous, and he decides that the best way to take care of this is to annihilate David. So David runs for his life, and he hides with Saul. So Paul sends, or Saul, Saul and Paul, I think there's a whole sermon in that. Anyways, um, Saul sends out this posse of men to find David and to kill him. Well, what they don't know is that they are going to encounter one of the coolest connect groups in all of scripture because it is what many have dubbed Samuel's school of the prophets. So it's, the, it's a men's connect group and they are prophesying day and night, working on their prophetic skills and the Holy Spirit is resting on them. So this posse of men come to kill David, but when they get in the vicinity of this men's connect group, the Holy Spirit falls on them and they start prophesying. So Saul gets word of that. He sends another posse. Same thing happens. They get near this amazing group of men. 
Spirit falls, they prophesy. So the third group goes, same thing. Saul says, I'm going to take care of it myself. So he heads out. Now we have to remember who Saul was at this point. He was walking in disobedience. The Holy Spirit was not on him. And yet, when he came in to the vicinity, into the space that, these, that this men's connect group consumed, where the Holy Spirit was, the Holy Spirit fell on him, and it says that he was laid out, and he prophesied from morning to night. <laughs> so what do we learn there? You know, if we just come as we are into the presence of spirit-filled believers, God will transform our lives. So the next four stories are out of Acts. The first one we all know, but we probably haven't thought of it as a connect group, and that is um, Acts 2, Pentecost Sunday. And here's how my Bible reads it. It says, and when Pentecost had come, the connect group was meeting, and when they were all together seeking God, the Holy Spirit came in with such power. It came with a wind. It came with fire. And they began speaking in tongues. And then, Abby, this would be a nightmare for you. 3,000 people were added to their connect group that day. Okay, next story is in Acts 4. In Acts 4 is when Peter has been held back by the Sanhedrin, and he's being told that you're too bold, you're speaking too much about this guy, Jesus, we want you to stop, okay? Just stop it. And Peter's like, yeah, no, not going to do that. So he goes to his connect group for, it must have been a Thursday night, I don't know. He went, he went to his connect group, and they were already gathered, and they were praying, and he comes to them, and he says, guys, we need to pray for boldness. And in Acts 4.31, it says, and when they had praised, had prayed, the place where the connect group was meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke with boldness. Okay, the last story out of Acts. Oh, no, not it's, sorry, it's not. The next story out of Acts is in chapter 10. This is just like one of the coolest chapters. If you don't read any of them, go home and read Acts 10. Because in this one, God wants a Gentile man who loves God but doesn't know anything about Jesus to learn about Jesus. And so through angels and visions and words of knowledge, he brings Peter and Cornelius together. And it says that this Gentile Cornelius called his connect group together. And that was he, he called his family and his closest friends together because he wanted them to hear what Peter was going to say. So Peter spends a long time telling them all about Jesus. And in verse 44, it says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on all those who had heard. And it said that the, the Jewish believers who had come with him were shocked that the Holy Spirit would fall on a Gentile. But they knew it's what had happened because they were speaking in tongues and they were magnifying God. And then this last group is... Um, in Acts 19, and, and Paul has entered the picture, and the interesting thing is he goes to a connect group that I think was rooted in the church that I grew up in because it's a group, it's a men's group. There's 10 or 12 men there, and they're new believers, and they're trying to figure this whole thing out, and when he comes to him, he says, so what do you know about the Holy Spirit? And they're like, Holy Spirit? We've never even heard of a Holy Spirit. 
And so it says, when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke in tongues and they prophesied. You see, the Holy Spirit loves to fall on his children when they're gathered together. So then I want to tell you our story. So Dave and I were both raised in homes that, uh, and churches that loved the Bible, loved Jesus, but didn't really know the Holy Spirit. And in fact, maybe they were a little afraid of the Holy Spirit. And Dave and I, when each, when we were young, we used to think, okay, I'm reading the Bible and it's talking about power, but I don't see it. Where is it? There's got to be something more. And does the Holy Spirit ever even visit San Diego? So in the spring of 2018, Jesse Houston invited us. He said, you know, just come and see what's going on at my church at Awaken. Maybe come and see. So we visited five years ago. <laughs> we visited, and that Sunday, our worlds got rocked. And we were, Dave and I were both like, woohoo, this is the place. Like the Holy Spirit is in San Diego and he is on this house. Yeah. And so I'll take right now to honor and thank our pastors, Jurgen and Leanne and Michael and Lisa. Thank you for creating an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit is so welcome. Okay, so that week, Jesse and Sherry said, you should come check out our connect group. I mean, just come, check it out. So we did not realize at that time that we had just been dropped into greatness because, I mean, our connect group was Houston's, Molshinoff's, Van Tassel's, Virilli's. We just got dropped into a group of people that walked with us through this new Holy Spirit life, that answered questions, that struggled through scriptures together. And it was in that, in that group where our roots really went down. I mean, what happens on Sunday in this church is amazing. And the spirit rests on it, but it's in these connect groups, it's in these small groups where the growth really happens. And that's why connect group is just non-negotiable for us. It's non-negotiable. It's where change happens. So it doesn't really matter if the group that you want to go to, that you're going to sign up for tonight when you go out there, is um, a Bible study or a volleyball group or focused on prophecy. It doesn't really matter because when you are surrounding yourself with people who are full of the Spirit of God, your life will be transformed. So... I want to finish with this one verse. And again, I've kind of done my own little mashup. But it's, it's probably one of my favorite passages in scripture. It's in Ephesians. It's when Paul is writing a love letter and a, a prayer over the connect group at the church at Ephesus. And so this is the way I would say it. So when we're all together and we're in our connect groups, we will posi be positioned for the Holy Spirit to fall and to strengthen our inner man, and as we become rooted and grounded in love, then, and this is a quote, may, we may be able to comprehend together with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth 
and the height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, and that, and listen to this, this is amazing, and that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So that's what happens in connect groups, and you just need to be there. The end. so good. The Holy Spirit fell on me while you were talking and, and he changed everything up. Like the first connect group that I can remember knowing about was actually the Last Supper because it was in that connect group. It was the last connect group with Jesus and the disciples. And I did not know this until you spoke, Gene. The Holy Spirit said to me, that greater works than me you will do. That's what our connect groups are all about, you guys. I did not plan to say that. I just, Gene just dropped that nugget on me that Jesus said, this is it. Better things than me you will do. Wow. So, I want to honor our pastors for giving me this platform. Um, my beautiful wife, by the way, I'm on her team, okay? It's because of her I'm here, okay? Uh, I'm going to tell you my quick recovery slash connect story and then wrap it up with my scripture. So 12 or, well, I don't know, I can't remember how many years ago it was, but basically we only went to church on Sundays, Occasionally Sunday nights. That was it. Church was there. We were there. And we would go home. And we'd do life. And we'd go back to church. And we'd go home. And then we come to this church. And she grabs my wrist. She says, we're not going anywhere. This is a Holy Spirit-filled church. And I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> I, I did almost pass out the first time I got, like, rocked by the Holy Spirit. And that was in a service at Balboa. And so we started going to Balboa. And again, we were just going to church. And then all of a sudden, we, we hear about connect groups. And that people shop connect groups. Have you heard that? You shop. Like, let's go shop connect groups. So we shop connect groups. We're, and we're in East County, and there's no East County at that time. So we're driving to Forest Ranch. We're, we're going here. We're going here. And we went to about three or four of them, and we enjoyed them. But then we agreed that we need to start one. And our journey started there. And so I went to Emerge, and I heard Mike Connell speak. And Mike Connell changed my life. He told me, and all the men there, when you go home, close the door with nobody else around and start praying like this. 
And I walked into my house after an emerge, and I started walking around. I didn't know what I was doing. I'd never done this before. I just said, no darkness is allowed in this house. When people walk into this house, they're going to feel light. When people walk into this house, they're going to feel peaceful. They're going to shift. There's going to be an atmosphere of something different. And I kept doing this, and I kept doing this, and I'm praying, and I'm praying. And then we tore all the walls down in our house. And we just said, we're going to turn our house into a connect group. This is, this is going to be a connect group house. From the time you walk in the front door, you're going to see the backyard. There's not going to be any walls. It's just, come in. Feel good. Have peace. And do this. Well, I can tell you, I did not feel qualified. Because I didn't know what was going to happen in our connect group. But I know that. Our house was like, there's no darkness. People felt peace. Matter of fact, somebody came in and goes, wow, it's really peaceful in here. I'm like, wow, incredible. How am I doing? Okay, oh my gosh, okay. So, so then we, we got our house, we turned it in to this uh, environment that I've been speaking over, and now all of a sudden, Leanne and I go and meet with Pastor Michael and and Pastor Lisa, and we talk about recovery. And there wasn't a recovery meeting yet at Awaken. There was no workshop. There wasn't anything. We just knew that we wanted to have a connect group around recovery. And so they're like, go for it. So we had the very first recovery group that turned into a connect group in our house. And there was about seven or eight people, but they were coming from all the other campuses. Because it was, recovery isn't something you just go, oh yeah, I'm in recovery. Ah. <laughs> Porn, sex, drugs, alcohol, right? Sounds like a 1980s party. <laughs> our, house, our house was freedom from those things. Our house was freedom. It was, it was, it was, it was prophesied by Mike Connell at Emerge that we would have a house for freedom. And... We did this, and then all of a sudden, a couple years in, um, we started the recovery group and Pastor Morgan and Mark and Kimmy. So now, now that we have recovery in this church, we're like, okay, well, let's just continue with a connect group. And I'm going to tell you this. Here's my scripture. It's Hebrews 10, the amplified version. And let us consider thoughtfully how we may encourage one another to love and to do good deeds not forsaking our meeting together as believers for worship and instruction, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more faithfully as you see the day of Christ's return. So our great commission is done in connect groups. This church, we've heard this from all of our pastors, we've heard this, this church is essential. Our connect group is essential. Yeah. Your connect groups are essential. You, you, if you're not in one, get in one so you know how to do one because I sure didn't. I just came in and proclaimed the walls fall down and the walls fall down and now we have a connect group. <laughs> and I'm here and I'm speaking about something that I had no idea I'd ever speak about. But it's essential, you guys. And you do not have to be well-equipped you just have to be ready. Yeah. 
and then you'll memorize scripture. And I didn't memorize scripture. I now do that all scripture was inspired by God. That the well-equipped man or woman is ready for all good works. Scripture is for reproof, for correction, for profit, that at any given time you are ready. And in this house, we're ready. Thank you. Emily. Emily. Oh, thank you. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Brian, setting a home with the atmosphere of the Holy Spirit is a beautiful thing. And it's something all of us can do. Um, in our home, we pray over our house. We pray over our house. We pray that people feel the Holy Spirit when they come in, that they feel peace, that they feel that. Um, it is something that there was somebody that came over, not a Christian. She walked in and she's like, I don't know. There's like this aura here. And I was like, well, that's the Holy Spirit. And like, God, and we moved on. She's like, it's really good. I'm like, it is. So, you know, we want our homes to be like that. And your home can be like that too. Pray like Brian was saying to pray. Pray like that. It's beautiful. Thank you, Brian. So, Michael and Lisa, Pastor Michael and Lisa, thank you so much. It was because of your invite, our lives have been completely changed. So thank you for inviting us um, consistently until, <laughs> until we finally came. <laughs> and Abby and um, Kyle, Kyle's probably up there. Thank you both um, for asking me to do this and for trusting me to pour into connect leaders and your leadership. I love being on your team. You pour into us so well. So thank you. So when my oldest, Andrew, was 10 weeks old, we had an unexpected surgery that he had to undertake. And we didn't have any family around, or at least family that was willing to help. And we were scared and we felt alone. And it was our connect group that showed up. It was our connect group that came and sat with us, that prayed with us. When I had my neck injury, and my neck would go out randomly for years, randomly, and I couldn't lift my head, and I couldn't drive, and I had two babies at home. It was my connect group that would show up and help. When our family had a serious accident, and I could have lost both my boys. It was a connect leader that came and sat with the what ifs with me. She didn't let me stay there. She let me talk about it. But then she pointed me back to Jesus and look at the miracle that came out of that day. So connect group is a place where family is made. I have beautiful family. The Isaacs were our first connect leaders here. I mean, they're family to us. People in our group, I mean, like Amber and David and Verlu, like they were people I met through Connect. And they're our family. They're people we look to. They're people that show up for you. Um, I'm so thankful for that family. It's where I want to keep going with this thought right here. It's where you build lifelong friendships. It's where you keep each other accountable, you help each other, you cry with each other, you champion each other, and of course, there's lots of good food, lots of laughs, and lots of fun, but it's a place where you're not alone. 
there was somebody up here this evening that I was praying for. I didn't see, she didn't see me. I didn't, you know, I was just praying for her during the, that time. Um, and I was holding your hand. And what I just kept hearing God say is, you're not alone. You're not alone. So just know he's with you and he sees you. So in Proverbs 18, 24, it says, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And in Ecclesiastes 4.10, it says, for, for if they fall, one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him who, who is alone when he falls and has no other one to lift him up. We are not meant to be isolated. We're not meant to be alone. You might be, you might be new here. This might be your very first time. Welcome. Um, this might be like you're a few months in or a few years in and you just slide in and slide out and hope nobody notices you. Uh, don't be, don't be the woe to you in that verse. You need to get connected. I see you back there. I know there's a few of you that are like that. And when I first moved to San Diego, we went to a bigger church at the time, and I didn't care to get connected at all. I just wanted to be right next to my new boyfriend, Alan Walter. So <laughs> I did not care. And you know what? Eventually, I wasn't connected, and eventually I didn't want to go. And that wasn't the church's fault. That was my fault. I was the one not caring to, to even connect to the person sitting next to me. So we have to take that action step. We have to move forward. We have to be the ones. Like Alan is somebody, my husband, if you know him, he is so outgoing and he loves meeting people. And he is somebody that actually was like an undercover high team at our last church. And he would literally run to meet people that he saw was new that looked like they'd be our friends. And that's how we got a lot of our friends. <laughs> so you might not have an Alan Walter running at you, so be the Alan Walter. <laughs> so there's, there's just a few ways to get connected here. One, the obvious one, what we're all talking about, is join a connect group. It is life-changing. It is amazing to be in these connect groups. Now, here's a little plug. DNA is a great way to get connected. If, yes. If you have not done DNA, great news. We start again this Sunday at 9 a.m. <laughs> I'll see you there. Um, another way of getting connected is going to men and women's prayer. This is where real change starts to happen. It really starts to happen when, I'm going to throw Alan under the bus here. If you've been through DNA and you've heard me speak in there, you've heard me do this. So sorry, babe, but it's a good story. So before we came here, Alan and I were going through a spiritual warfare thing where one of the, the accidents I talked about happened. And I just said, we need to pray. Something needs to shift. I don't know. I, we didn't even know what spiritual warfare was. And he prayed, very little prayer. And we prayed together. This wasn't anything new. Um, we were lifelong believers. But I was like, I peeked my eye open. And I was like, that's it? 
that's all you have? And I, not a very good wife thing, by the way, not, not very respectful, but I prayed, not, one, not much better. But exactly a year later, Alan was in men's prayer here in this house. And the way he prays for us, the way that's the first thing he does. When I'm struggling, first thing, prairie. Boys are complaining about something. First thing we do, pray. Like, he is such a wonderful example of that. And he changed because he went to men's prayer. So get to men's prayer or women's prayer where I changed. I promise you, you will be blessed because of it. Connect Group is a place where you get a little bit pulled out of your comfort zone, especially if you're um, at our house with Alan. I'm sorry, I'm just keep throwing him under there. <laughs> but he will pull you out of the comfort zone. Um, but it really is a place where you might pray the first time out loud. You might use your prophetic voice for the first time. One of our favorite connect groups that we had was we did a prophetic exercise and in this exercise, we, all, we wrote our names on a piece of paper, and we flipped them upside down, and they went all around the house. And each of us had to go over to all the pieces of paper and pray over them and see if we got a prophetic word or a word of encouragement from the Holy Spirit for that person. Dave, you were there. And um, we were doing this, and I got a word. And I was writing the word, and I was like, no, this is my word. You gave this to me personally just a few months ago, and I've been repeating this in my head. Why? I'm not giving that away. I don't want to give away my promise. And he's like urging me, write it down. So I start writing it down, and I'm giving it away. And it got better. It like got more elaborate. It was more detailed. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. So anyways, we move on, move to the next person, keep praying. Well, it came back to where we actually got to see our papers, and we flipped it over, and I got my sheet, and he didn't have, I gave it away, but he gave it back to me. It was my paper, and he didn't want me to give it away. He wanted to give me more. So that was just one of our fun, amazing, yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was just a fun evening. <clears throat> but Connect Group isn't only a place that you connect with people. You connect with the Lord. It is the place where the Holy Spirit is alive and active, and you get to see him move. Just like the Book of Miracles, prayer requests come in and miracles go out. So connect group is where you really get connected. It is a beautiful thing. I want you guys to know that if you get connected, if you take that action step, you will be blessed. You will be blessed. You'll be blessed with friendship that lasts. Hurts might happen. Just Forgiveness, trust, move forward, take that leap of faith and get connected. It is worth it. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for your love. I thank you how you see us. You see us where we're sitting right now. We are not alone. You're right there with us. You long to be in connection with us and connect groups with, in community. So I thank you, Lord, that you are opening up opportunities for every single person here to fall deeper in love with you, deeper in love with um, their walk with you and their relationship with the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to get them connected in this house. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, 
For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.